Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Planners Who Profit podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here because we've got some really great content coming, okay? And if you're not familiar with the Planners Who Profit community, we are all about content to help you level up your event planning business. So essentially, we're here for experienced event planners. If you're at least a few years in or even over a decade, we've got something for you, right? This is for you who are intermediate to advanced level event planners. Now, if you're a beginner, no worries. You can listen along, right? This is going to still be great content for you to think about as you think about the future trajectory of your business. Um, and it's gonna, we're going to have a lot of fun together, all right? And when I talk about event planners, we're talking about planners of all kinds. That's wedding planners, corporate event planners, even internal planners uh, You know, who are internal to organizations, where that's your, your day job within another corporate corporation and brand experience designers. I mean, all of it. All right. So this is going to be amazing content for you as an event planner to help you grow your business and to help you become a more efficient and more profitable event planner. All right. So this is going to be phenomenal. Now, some of you out there may not know me yet, and that's all good because I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Faye Shella, and I am the owner of Statuesque Events. We are an event planning company based here in the D.C. metro area, but we produce events all around the country. Like we've done events in California, in Connecticut, in Florida, right? North Carolina, Texas. So we produce events anywhere and everywhere you want to go, uh, though we're based in the D.C. metro area. Now, um, I've been an owner of that company for over 12 years, and in addition to that, I've began coaching event planners. It is my passion to see event planners actually make money from their craft. And when I talk about making money, I'm talking about paying yourself, right? Actually paying yourself something from all the work that you're doing um, and paying yourself substantially, right? Our goal is to see you hit your first 70 to 100K in business before you even quit your day job, right? So you can have that nice smooth transition into full-time entrepreneurship. That's our goal for everybody that we work with. Um, and that gives you a high level there. Now, for those who are already at Six Figures, our goal is to help you build your team of associate planners, get further into corporate events and bigger ticket projects to hit your first quarter million, et cetera, in your business, all right? So that's what we love to do here. That's a little bit background on us and on myself, all right? Now, after this brief break, we're going to get into the topic of today, which I'm thrilled about, okay? Today, we're talking about, bring it in. Today, we are talking about the five tools that every event planner should have. And like I just said, we're talking about experienced event planners. So these are not beginner tools necessarily. These are great tools for you to consider both for getting more efficient and also when we think about the money side of your business, making sure that your money's right. So if, uh, you know, listen, you just want to make sure you're listening. I'm sure at least one or two of the tools on this list are going to be new and it's going to be really good content for you. All right. So we'll be right back right after this break. If you're an event planner who does amazing work, I'm talking your family, your friends and your clients tell you that you do an amazing job and you bring everything across the finish line and plan the most beautiful events. But now you're ready to actually make real money in your business and pay yourself monthly. It's time for you to apply to join the Planners Who Profit Accelerator Program. This six month accelerator program gives you the tools that you need to hit your first $70,000 to $100,000 a year, even if you are still working a full time job. Our goal is to help you to build a profitable business so that you can leave your day job on your terms. To learn more about working with us in the Planners Who Profit Accelerator, make sure you visit plannerswhoprofit.com and apply. By the way, if you've already exceeded 100,000 in sales, please go ahead and apply and we'll let you know all the information about joining the Planners Who Profit Mastermind designed to take you to even higher heights. We look forward to seeing you on the inside because life is so much better in the PWP squad. 
Now, right before the break, I was sharing that there are five tools that I love working with, right? And I'm going to start with a few. I'm going to start with tools that help you become more efficient as an event planner. Because the truth of the matter is that efficiency matters, especially if you want to make money, you want to be profitable, right? You can't be stressed out with two or three events, right? And want to get more, but you're stressed out with the two or three that you have. You got to be efficient. You have to be able to produce multiple events, do them well with excellence, but also without ripping your hair out. That's what it takes, right? So I'm going to share a few of the tools that we love working with in our business. The first one is aisle planner. Um, and I really love this tool, not only for our weddings, but also for our corporate clients. You know, it's, it's, you know, all of our clients get onboarded into aisle planner. We show them how to use it. It is literally the best tool that we found for planning events, like for managing the actual event once you have it, right? Um, one of the best features is the communication, right? The fact that you can communicate in different channels about different things on different tasks, within a different context, all of that. But the even more important part is that while we're communicating with clients through there, we're not requiring them to log in to comment back. They can just hit reply to their email and they and, and we've got the answer, which is really critical when you're dealing with busy people of all kinds, dealing with busy brides, dealing with busy people who are working within an organization and have hired you to plan this event to take a load off of them, right? They don't want to have another tool that they have to log into all the time and use. So, um, and just, you know, just to communicate with you. And that's one of the things I love the most about Owl Planner. It is a big deal. You know, actually, our, our brides love it, right? It helps them to stay on top of everything. And like I said, it keeps the conversations organized so that the conversation that started being about cake, uh, you know, in an email thread doesn't turn into a conversation about something totally different. But I have to say that this is also true of our corporate clients. We actually did a, a corporate event a few weeks ago. It was for um, a, a company that planned their event starts to finish in about two months, uh, which is which is all good, right? Um, it's actually pretty normal in the corporate space to plan events on a shorter time frame. And one of the, they had a lot of great feedback for us and for our team and our processes and things like that. But one of the things on that list was actually our platform. Like they mentioned, you know, one of the ladies on the on the call said, hey, I've worked with a lot of different event planners, both in this job, in my prior job, in my personal life. And I've never worked with someone who had such a great tool that was seamless, that was easy to use, um, and that kept us on, on top of everything. Like it was really great, like having that and then you being on top of every, you know, on top of all of the tasks as well. Um, and, and that really led to our success. So, you know, it made me look good, right? In addition to us obviously showing up, bringing good energy and having things organized, having such a, you know, a, a great tool. Also, it just made me look good, right? <laughs> In front of them. And, and they love that. So, you know, I love aisle planner for all things events. Once, once the invoice is paid, once, you know, they're, they're locked in, everything else happens in aisle planner. And I, I absolutely adore that. Now, another tool that every event planner absolutely needs is a calendar scheduling tool. Now, it's up to you what you choose as your calendar scheduling tool. For instance, we use HoneyBook for, you know, to manage our sales process. And so we use the calendar scheduling tool that's within HoneyBook. Uh, but you can also use a tool like Calendly. You know, there's so many other scheduling tools. Those would be, you know, Calendly would probably be my my go-to. We used Calendly for many years before HoneyBook created the scheduling tool. Um, I just recommend this, right? A lot of times as event planners, we're spending so much time going back and forth, trying to schedule things. You know, having a scheduling tool will eliminate at least 80% of that, 80 or 90% of that. You can send that to that vendor who's like, oh, I need to, you know, do you have any time to catch up in the next week or two? Send them a scheduling link for that uh, that couple that you need to have a check-in with. Hey, I'd love to check in. Here's my scheduling link. Let me know when works to meet. You know, as opposed to going back and forth on everything, you're giving everybody what they need to, to, to book time with you and move forward with you. 
And it doesn't mean you have to put this on your website or publicly so that, you know, people you don't know and you don't have contacts for are just scheduling time with you. But it is a great way to manage your internal communications, right, with the people that you have going on. Like, I recommend it. 100% as a must have. I it, it it you know the thing about it is that becoming efficient means you're spending time on tasks that are adding value to the end result. So having an email thread of 20 or 30 emails trying to get a time to meet up is not adding value to anybody. It's not adding value to your client. It's not adding value to your vendors. It's not adding value to yourself. It's just busy work, right? And so a lot of us are stressed because we're doing a lot of busy work that's not adding value to anybody when you can become a lot more efficient by doing things like this, right? By allowing people to schedule time on your, on your calendar. So that's a huge one that I 100% recommend, right? Um, the next one that I really want to chat about before we get go to a break is Cvents. Now, Cvents is phenomenal, a phenomenal tool, especially if you are focused on the corporate space. Um, there's so many things you can do: building landing pages, building event registration sites, managing event registration. You know, a couple of things that you can do for free. You know, using Cvent is to sign up for social tables and use that for floor planning to scale. Because it's one thing to draw out a floor plan; it's another thing for it to actually be to scale to the room that you're in to make sure that you have enough room for everything, right? So you want things to be to scale, so you have enough. Room for that. Um, and, and social tables is, at least for us, that's our go-to. Um, unless the venue we're working with has something, that's what we always use. And it's it's an amazing tool and it's owned by Cvent. So that's one thing that you might want to try. You also can try, um, another tool that you also absolutely can try is, is the RFP systems for finding venues through CVent, which is also, you know, an amazing tool, right? So if you're looking for hotel blocks, looking for anything for your, your clients, that's a great place to go and to have a bunch of people respond to your needs um, and then filter down to the best choices for you. So I definitely recommend that. Um, CVent is, it's a, it's been a great resource. They're one of the OGs of event technology. And like I said, it's amazing, especially for corporate events and you know those those more robust needs uh, as we be heading to the cvent connect this year i'm really excited because i am a cvent partner as of now um and i'm really excited about <clears throat> you know diving deeper finding out about the new tools mingling with more people um and i, I may bring you another video <laughs> once once i finish that all right so that's amazing so now we've just touched on three as you know, essential and amazing tools for helping you to stay organized while working on client events, helping you to optimize, right? After this short break, I'm going to talk about two tools that I think are critical when it comes to managing your money and making sure that you are efficient in the way you're managing your money as an event planner, which is really important as well, right? A lot of times we think about ourselves last, but with these tools, you can have, you know, you can stay busy with your clients, but I'll, you know, allow these tools to help you to stay fiscally responsible and keep things tracked. So I'm really excited about getting to this after the break um, and diving in, you know, so if, to a few must-have tools that you really want to have. Planners Who Profit Live is our annual event that celebrates event planners of all kinds every single year. And you absolutely cannot afford to miss it. All right. This is the event to come, bring your friend, bring your assistant, bring your associate planner to really immerse yourself in next level thinking, next level strategies, and to get refreshed for your next event season. Visit 
planerswhoprofitlive.com and register to join us for this event. The experience is phenomenal every single year. The community is truly next level and the things that you learn are truly actionable. This is an investment both in yourself and in your business that you can't afford to miss out on, all right? So make sure that you come, bring your team, tell a friend, and we can't wait to see you in person at our very next Planners Who Profit Live. We can't wait to see you there. All right, guys, now let's talk about the money tools. I'm really excited about this. Now, one of the tools that was a total game changer for me, I want to say maybe seven or so years ago, was a tool called Mile IQ. It's an app that you can download to your phone, and I recommend you do it right now, all right? Um, it costs about, I believe, about $45 or $60, somewhere in that range per year to use, and it's worth every single penny. This is essentially how it works. It's basically like Tinder for tracking your mileage and everywhere that you drive, and then allows you to categorize your drives as a business expense or as a personal drive. And the reason that this is critical is that we drive so much more <laughs> than we give ourselves credit for as event planners. Like we really do. Um, I'm willing to bet that you do. I'm willing to bet that you are significantly, you know, not accounting for all of the tax deductions that you could get in, in, in miles if you're doing it any other way than having automatic mile tracking. So I remember back in the day, I used to, you know, go to events and if the event was far or if I was driving somewhere far on the way back, I would get gas and then keep the receipt and then track that as an expense. So generally speaking, when I was doing that, I was probably logging somewhere in a few hundred a year uh, in expenses, right? Um, and I and I felt pretty good about that. And, it, and that's not terrible. And just, you know, say, hey, this is when I spent gas money on this, this is when I spent gas money on that, et cetera. But when I switched, I switched to, to mile tracking after I downloaded Mile IQ because within a matter of a few months, I had already hit, I believe, like over $1,000 in drives. And I did not realize how much I was driving per business and how much I could deduct. And here's the thing. As event planners, we're doing so many things. We're driving down the street to meet a florist at her warehouse, right? To look over things. That's a drive. We're driving to tastings. We're driving to hotels. We're doing venue walkthroughs. We're meeting up with clients. We're going to networking events. We're going to um, educational events. We're driving so much more for our business than we think. I would have never thought, right? Until I did the trial run. I think I did a, a one month trial and then I just, I just committed like, you know, let me just try for a year. And if it doesn't make sense, I'll switch back to, you know, the gas mileage, you know, going by how much I'm paying for gas instead. And I have to say that it was a total game changer. By the end of that year, I think I probably, um, I probably had at least like 2000 something, like almost 3000 in deductions for driving, you know, just from, for driving around. And I believe in that year, I probably did maybe one event in, you know, out of state, maybe two. So it wasn't all because I was driving far every single weekend. It was just the frequency of it, the frequency of meeting clients, the frequency of going on site visits, the frequency of different things that were happening, right? The frequency of meeting clients, you know, in Panera, you know, or or meeting them halfway to, to, to have a conversation about something. All of these things are expenses that you're making for your business. And so, you want to track it and it's so easy. Also, you don't have to track every drive immediately. Like the, the app logs all of your drives. And so the next time you log in, you can, you can just categorize them. So you could just do that once a week, maybe even once a month and just categorize the drives because here's the, the, the flip side. Um, 
with the IRS, when you're due mileage estimations, you have to show proof that you're tracking your miles. And, it, you know, you want to make sure you have that in case you get audited. God willing, no one who is listening to this podcast will ever get audited. <laughs> but in the event that you do, you have to be able to prove that you've been tracking it somehow. Right. Otherwise, everything that you, you put in those lines for the years that you're getting audited becomes into question. And so, you know, this is a really cool way to track. I didn't know a way to track prior, which is why I was going with gas receipts. But when I realized that this was here and that it was again, it was only like 40 something dollars. It was it was you know, it's a no brainer. And it's something that I've been using, like I said, for years and years and years without fail. So I recommend definitely going ahead, grabbing that. Now, the last, last but not least, I want to mention Novo. So Novo is an amazing bank, uh, online banking system. And I know that there's a lot of online banks this day, these days, but they specialize in business banking. And Novo was a game changer for me because I have always enjoyed the uh, how do I say? I've always enjoyed the principles of profit first, but most traditional banks just don't support it. Most traditional banks want you to have a minimum, um, a minimum, you know, amount of money in each of your accounts being $2,000, where in the profit first methodology, you're going to have at least five different bank accounts, possibly more. Like for me, I think we're closer to seven for different reserves that we have set aside. So you know, that's a lot of money that you have tied up just to try to just to try to work through, you know, profit first. And especially considering that some of those bank accounts are supposed to be emptied by the end of the quarter. Like you're supposed to empty your tax bank account so that you can pay your taxes. You're supposed to empty your profit bank account, you know, um, at, at the end of the quarter. You're supposed to pay yourself monthly. So some of those accounts are just not supposed to count, carry balances all the time um, when you follow the true methodology. And for me, I just, when I realized, you know what, I'm ready to go full throttle with Profit First. This is a bank that I knew could support. Um, they allow you to have multiple reserves. And the cooler part is that there's no minimum balance. Like you could have $2 in the account with no fees, no penalties or anything like that. You can accept ACH transfers up to, uh, I believe, 50000 a month in ACH transfers. It's just, you can pay people through bank transfer. You can pay your team through bank transfer. You can you can mail checks through Novo. So if you mail checks to pay your um like to pay your taxes or whatever, you could just order it through there and let them mail it for you. I mean, it's it's really a game changer, especially for those of us who are running small businesses. It's it's really everything. Um, FDIC insured, you know, so we've got that too, and it, it's it's legit. And I've really enjoyed it. I've never enjoyed working, you know, a bank account the way I've been enjoying this one. And so I definitely recommend going ahead and doing it, especially if you're making, you know, anywhere under maybe a quarter million or so, where you know you you can't afford to have like five different bank accounts each with two thousand dollar minimums, right? You don't want to have ten thousand, twelve, fifteen thousand of your money just tied up for no reason. Um, so and which is one hundred percent understandable. So that is why I love Novo. Now I do want to say. If you're listening and you're like, that was a lot of information. How do I sign up? Um, links to a lot of these are in our show notes. So we do have like some pretty cool deals with Francis with Nova, with Isleprint. We have a lot of cool deals because we're partners with a lot of uh, a lot of these technology platforms. They love what we're doing at Planners Who Profit. So you can go ahead, find out about the special deals for signing up with each of those through our links in the show notes, which you can find at plannerswhoprofit.com slash podcast. All right. So make sure you go ahead, sign up, check, check them out a little bit more, you know, make sure it feels good for you. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it will though. And I'm sure that you're going to be really, really excited. Now, 
For some of you, you're probably listening and saying, you know what, this all sounds good. It's a lot more tools, but I just already have so many tools. I'm paying so much for technology that's not doing anything for me, right? I want to talk about one last piece that you need to have in order to make technology actually work for you after the break. And this is going to be really good stuff. So make sure you stay tuned. It's literally my jam, one of my favorite things to talk about. And we'll be getting to it after this super, super short break. If you've been enjoying this podcast, it is time for you to join the PWP squad. And you can do that today 100% free. Visit PWP Workshop, and that'll give you everything that you need to sign up for our vault of free trainings on marketing, sales, and systems designed to get you started on your journey to your first 100K in business. Welcome back. I'm super excited to be closing us out really soon. Um, But I wanted to talk about one thing before we end it, all right? The thing about tools, any kind of technology, is that it's there to automate processes that already work. And I say this as somebody with an engineering background. My background is in computer engineering. I spent over 10 years in application development, developing custom applications, right, for a living. Um, I'm very good with technology now. And, And I have to tell you that generally speaking, the downfall for most people when it comes to technology is process. Technology only works when you have good process. It really does. It it works, you know, you have to have a process that works around the technology. You can't, like, for instance, it's not the technology's job to make sure that your calendar is up to date, right? So if you have a dentist appointment or if you, you know, you decide to go to brunch with your girls on a day that you normally would be working and you normally have available on your calendar, it is up to you to go into your calendar and say, I'm no longer available at this time, right? So that nobody can schedule over that time. That is a process that you have to have in place to make the tool work for you. Now, some people may say, oh, I don't really want to, I don't feel like dealing with that, but I have to say (laughs) going into your calendar, opening your phone, adding account, you know, blocking out your calendar for a time that you've agreed to hang out with your friends or do something with your family for 30 seconds or a minute is significantly less time than the back and forth that you're doing right now, emailing people to schedule times, right? So this is this is one of those things that you have to keep in mind. You have to have good processes. You have to have processes that work, you know, and for instance, like a tool like Aisle Planner, love it, right? Um, the way it tracks all of your tasks. But you have to have a good process to know what tasks to add for different event types so that you're tracking the right things, right? So uh, of course, there's some templates that Aisle Planner gives you, but of course, events, you know, there are all kinds of events. We do events sometimes that are multiple days. And so you got you to add on to that, right? You have to use your process to say, okay, what other things need to be done? How am I going to assign that and all of that? So your process is important. And this is where thinking through things helps. This is where observing what's working for you helps. And of course, this is where coaching comes in, right? A lot of the people that we work with in our programs are already using some of the tools that we have, right? They're already using IO Planner. They're already using some of our favorite sales tools, but they're still not using it to its full capacity and they don't, they're not using the right processes behind it to get everything out of it, right? For it to really optimize their business, for them to really be able to run a business part-time and make money, like make pay themselves a salary from it, right? And so process is just as important. A lot of times we want to over-automate our businesses or we want the technology to think for us and that's not what it's there for. It's just there to automate things that we've already figured out 
are working, right? And I always feel the need to say that whenever I talk about tools and technology, because this is something that not enough people are talking about, but it's, it's critical. All right. So, um, and I also want you to know that if you choose to try to automate every single thing in your business, you're going to end up with a very complex technology stack, right? You know, I've done, I've worked in places where people have spent close to a million dollars on incredibly complicated systems that either never got done or that were full of, full of bugs because it was so complex and because they didn't want to have to deal with process, managing their team, right? Tra you know, and, and dealing with that. This is the other side of that. Um, and so I want you to know that this is why we get paid, right? This is why we, we get paid the big bucks to bring the knowledge and to have the right wisdom and the right balance of technology process and to bring our clients across the finish line. All right. We get paid for our, our intellect and for our, for our intelligence. So you don't need to try to relegate all of that to technology to automate for you. You, you know, it's all about finding the right balance. Um, and I hope that this is helpful for someone and freeing for someone, right? It, the goal is not to automate your business. Your goal, the goal is to take all the tiny little tasks and automate those, have good processes for those so that you're spending your time on value add um, information. All right. And it really does take wisdom to know the difference between the two. So I hope this has been helpful. I am really excited about this podcast and about future episodes. I wanted to start with this um, because, you know, it's kind of a juicy topic, but we have even more really cool stuff coming in future episodes. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a comment. Let me know what future topics you know you'd like to hear about let me know in the comments that'll help us uh with that make sure you like and, and you know if you're listening to this on audio make sure that you like make sure that you subscribe if you have suggestions or feedback for us find us at planners who profit on instagram or at planners who profit on facebook send us a dm and we're always happy to hear from our podcast friends all right so thanks so much everyone i can't wait to see you in a future episode this is going to be so so good and i'm so glad that you're choosing to invest you know some time into your business by listening to this podcast. All right. I'll catch you in a future episode. Until then, have an eventful week.